I'm Rebecca Roanhorse, author of Resistance Reborn, and you are listening to the Living Force Podcast. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. Where are those transmissions you intercept? A Utini Podcast Network production. What have you done with those plans? Episode 126, The Music of Star Wars. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. On this episode, a new Star Wars trailer is released. Impressive. Your book reviews. Perhaps you think you're being treated unfairly. And the Utini crew talks about the music that makes the Star Wars saga. He's all yours, bounty hunter. And now, here are your hosts. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and Wes Jenkins. Hello, everyone! Welcome to the Living Force, the UTD Network podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me tonight to talk all about Star Wars Muzak is the full cast of rambunctious characters, starting with maybe the most rambunctious of all, Dr. Corey Helton. What's up, everybody? I'm alive. Believe You're alive! It or not. <laughs> After our insane Five. Friday night that I was hung over for a full 48 hours from. <laughs> that was an intense Patreon event. Yes, it was. And uh, another person that was at that very event, Charles Hankel, also alive. Was I there? Was I there? I, I didn't know that. To an extent. Uh, didn't remember that. Um no, it was a good time. It was a tough next 24 to 48 hours. Not going to lie. I'm sure some of our viewers tonight were not expecting us all to make it here. But here we are. <laughs> but here we are. And I'm uh, only dead in, on the inside. <laughs> we are. Well, hey, we're always dead on the inside, except there for the is. person that is alive on the inside, alive on the outside, and makes me feel something in this cold, dark world. Wes Jenkins. Welcome, everyone. I'm really excited about this episode. I'm glad we did the music one because I uh, I suggested it many, many months back. And um, thank you, Eric, for putting that together. Yes, um, I didn't feel half as bad as y'all did. I felt fine. Um, but I was also drunk after one drink, so um, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't nearly have as, nearly as many as y'all did. <laughs> well, that helped. Uh, also, I snuck some, I definitely stuck some of the croids and some water in our Patreon event. But before we get into some details there, I'm going to do something I never usually do. And first of all, say hi to everyone in the chat. It's been a while since I've said hi at the beginning of the show. I hope you all are doing great. I can't wait to hear some of your favorite music choices. Already seeing a bunch in the chat from a lot of video games. we got our Code Tours, Robot Commando, Shadows of the Empire, Rogue Squadron from OK Endar. Absolutely all episode long. Throw your favorites in there. And also, while you're at it, like this video and subscribe to the channel. We never say it, but like it's cool. If you would, that'd be lovely. Share it with your friends so Living Force can grow. But as we've been talking about already, on this past Friday night, we had our long-awaited drunk trivia night, and at least one of those things delivered. Um, we went for four hours, for a little over four hours. It was um, a little over, tad screaming, over. imbibing, answering oh questions, and it got messy, my friends. Um, we had a lot of people there, though. A lot of you folks showed up. Thank you um, for making us. Is that peer pressure, though? Is this peer pressure that we are endorsing? Sure, why not? I mean, I'm, all, I'm all for it. I mean, we'll, do it <laughs> we'll do it again if you give us enough money. So, yeah, peer wrong. pressure. Everything has a price. That's like my motto. <laughs> That's exactly it. Um, but, of course, if you missed that event and you are in our Patreon community, there are links in Patreon to see that video that will be up there for all time. Uh, but we did have a great time. Uh, our buddy Timothy 
was our, our master of ceremonies kept us going with points. People in the chat had a lot of great comments. We answered some questions, not as many correctly as I thought. I'll be honest. We really missed a lot. We are no Laura from Force Toast over here. We are no that Alex Damons. But uh correct. Did but somebody it was a great win? Fun time. Did anybody win? Um, someone did. The patrons won. I the patrons don't think won. I won. Yes. If I, I think won, Charles I got one. I think I think we all lost. Yeah, I'm about to say I definitely feel like I freaking lost. Like I was surprisingly, I was in the lead like three quarters of the way through, and yeah. I was just as surprised as everybody else was. But then I ended up coming in last through Did the lightning really? round. Yeah. Oh right. I mean, the there was round. a lightning round. When was there a yep. lightning round? <laughs> there was a yeah. corn horn lightning round. Oh my god! Listen, guys, I went back and watched some of it, and I I have bits and pieces of the last 45 minutes like literally i'm just like i turned around looking for my bookshelf i guess i was looking for darth Plagueis, and i like vaguely remember that i couldn't tell you who the who the book was even for until freddie messaged me and slack like, hey man here's my address and i'm like oh i guess that's oh, who the book right. is for it was just not good at some point in that last 45 minutes too you guys are like oh yeah i quit drinking forever ago and i hold up another white russian oh yeah you I'm made like, a new one. Yeah. Oh my god what is wrong going. with me this is so <laughs> not good and caitlin was asleep and couldn't help control me and yes i um, threw up for most of the night just so everyone is aware <laughs> <laughs> most intoxicated dr all Hilton for has you arguably ever been in his life and it happened live on the internet Ugh. Please drink responsibly. Please, Please drink, drink responsibly. responsibly. Please. But drink we will say, not all of our Patreon goals and events have to do with us just getting completely obliterated, though many <laughs> will in the future. We're not going to lie. Uh, because we want to go to talk about our Patreon right now. If Besides these shenanigans, our Patreon over at patreon.com slash utini or utini.com slash Patreon features a bunch of extra content from podcasts to other uh, exclusive channels, things like that, exclusive merch. And we want to thank Jason, who just became a monthly patron this week. Thank you so much. And we want to congratulate our Patreon community because this past week we reached a community goal, our first ever community goal. And what this was... We set a certain number of patrons, so it wasn't a money goal. It was just a number of supporters because we really love having a large community, and we reached our goal, and because of that, we are going to be having a Rogue One watch party very soon. So as opposed to our film commentaries, this will be where us and all of our lovely patrons get together um, virtually somehow, whether that be on a stream, a Zoom, whatever it is, to just watch Rogue One together. Um, not recorded or anything like that, just to have a good time watching movies with friends. So thank you all for getting us there. Uh, we'll figure out technical specifications and scheduling, but stay tuned. And of course, now that we've done one Patreon goal, we got to start talking about the next one. Our next Patreon goal monetarily will be an Attack of the Clones movie commentary. Uh, we're all we're getting pretty close. And if y'all loved our Phantom Menace commentary, uh, we have really been on an Attack of the Clones kick recently. Uh, Corey, I blame you for this. Uh, oh, yeah. We just keep talking about it. <clears throat> if you're suffering as much as I am, please tell me. <laughs> that was that was Friday night. That oh, was wow. Friday night right there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if you have been waiting to join our Patreon and you really want to hear us talk about Attack of the Clones, then never been a better time. So thank you all again for that. And now let's take this moment and segue beautifully into this week's Star Wars Weekly Roundup. It's the Star Wars All right, and Star Wars Weekly Roundup, this is where we get you caught up on everything happening in the wide world of Star Wars. You may think, well, the Bad Batch is over now, so there's nothing really going on, right? 
Does it feel good to be wrong? Because you are. Because <laughs> this week we got a trailer, a full trailer, both in Japanese and English for Star Wars Visions. And y'all, this thing was absolutely incredible. We have three screen strategy pulls from here if you want to throw those up. But if you get a second, look at how awesome these look. This is um, from the Ronin story, or from the duel that is getting the Ronin book. This guy with his lightsaber sheath. I freaking love this. This was one of my favorite art styles in the whole trailer. What about you guys? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can echo all that. I mean, just the trailer itself was absolutely incredible. There's so much different art styles. It looks like there's going to be a lot of different, like, variations between the stories, but it all feels very, very Japanese, very anime. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, mm -hmm. man, I'm so jacked. Like, the movement in the, in the trailer they had, is everything is so intense. Yeah. Not just subtle movements. It's very here and there and now. Ha! Yeah, I love yeah. It. everything's so different. Like you can, you really can tell when they just flip to a new studio. You know that did their style of animation. It's going to be really cool to see what lands with certain people. Like everyone's going to have a different favorite, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's so cool that we're getting that Ronin story with that because you're right, Charles. We get that, we get that background, and then we switch to something like this clip here, which I forget which studio this is, but this was one of my favorite moments. It's uh, for those of you audio listeners, it's the diagonal shot where the guy is force holding three stun blasts in front of a bunch of stormtroopers, and I ne I've never seen this. I've never seen yeah. someone hold stun blast with the force. Yeah, me either. Like it looks. There was cool. a I mean lot of force holding of various things. Yeah, there was. Yeah, that there seemed was. to be one of the favorite force powers that was displayed mm. in the trailer as a whole. Yeah, Jacob in the chat uh, says it very well. He says, I love that it looked like Star Wars-themed anime rather than anime-themed Star Wars. And I completely agree. It's letting oh, yeah. really explore their medium. Mm -hmm. And I think that was cool. Um, and Angelia asked, do we know if the Vision stories are going to be considered canon? And I believe the answer is... Loosely, you'll know when you see it, at least for the book, for Ronin. But I believe generally it's going to be like loose canon. Yeah, uh, like using myth, events, myths but... and fables canon, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, what yeah I, like, that's what I'm getting. They, they didn't actually name drop the word legends. And no one has mm -hmm. said that because that's not what it's going to be. It's not legends, nope. right? But it is like they have, they did say that they gave the. The creators essentially permission to tell whatever stories they wanted to in all of yep. Star Wars storytelling, even if it had some conflicting stories with some things that we've seen before. But like, it seems like I, I didn't. Did we recognize any characters in the trailer? I don't think so. There was right? a little Boba Fett. There was a That's little right. mini oh, Boba right. Fett at some right. point. I remember seeing um, that. That's right. But yeah, generally it seems like I mean, even the the synopsis we read weeks ago for Ronan is like seems like a world where the Sith were the good guys and the Jedi were bad. Like. There's certain things that might be different, but then again, until we see it, um, until we read it, like we can't really know, right? So this this thing was my favorite, just completely wild moment. Um, audio listeners, uh, can we have? What do you guys? Who wants to describe what we're looking at here for our hey. audio friends? <laughs> um, an umbrella, <laughs> yes, lightsaber. <laughs> so if you've ever seen an umbrella without the cloth around it. Mm -hmm. then this is what kind of what you're looking at weapon-wise. So the long stem part looks like a staff, and then the outer, <laughs> the outer like, holding of an umbrella, if you will, are mm -hmm. lightsabers. Yeah. I would say yeah. looks like 10 of them. This, yeah, this, artist, this artist definitely got poked in the eye with an umbrella. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it looks like? It looks like if a Star Wars 
uh, villain was a Dark Souls boss. Like, <laughs> this is like, yeah. I believe you yeah. walk into this room and then it unleashes the ember. Because it spins, too, in the trailer. This is uh, the most impractical weapon I've literally ever seen in all of Star Wars. Like, I absolutely love it. Like, how I, the hell? Yeah, how do you exactly. carry this even? Like, what the heck With is the this? Force. It's like, I can't remember if it was a meme or a, maybe it was a Lego thing. But, like, uh, when Kylo Ren's, like, extra lightsaber blades pop oh, yeah. out, it was like, actually, like, <laughs> yeah. a Swiss Army knife Swiss or Army something blast. like that. Yeah, like, yeah. the Hanukkah candles. Have you seen that one where it's, like, all the Hanukkah candles? Yeah. Well, it's like it, if Mary Poppins was a Sith Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the pitch i need that's, that's all i need I'm, I'm buying it so uh i can't wait now did you guys watch both versions of the trailer did you watch japanese and english or are you doing one or the other i actually I didn't know they did that i only watched the japanese one they did an english dub. Liked. um because the I english, the english. Du- yeah the english dub cast which uh we have a we did a write-up on uh our very own mcdowell on utini.com um the english dub cast has like Neil Patrick Harris is in there. Allison Brie, uh, George Takei, like Mark Thompson gets a role in there. Like, there's really an all-star cast because I know a lot of anime fans um, don't always love the English dubs. There's a little bit of a stigma that they're not as good, uh, you know, sub versus dub. And I'm not going to pretend to know enough uh, to have a preference. But I think what I'm going to do when it comes out personally, I think I'll watch for my first go through like the original Japanese to maybe get the I don't know authentic version. If, if that's even a thing. Um, and then I'll go back and watch the English one as well. Cause I think it'll be two really cool experiences and they seem like they'll be short. So very excited for that. Um, and yeah, speaking of how, how long do you think they're going to be? I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess seven to 13 minutes. Yeah, I right. think they're going to be like short. Probably safe. Like 10 minutes. Probably safe. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully longer than the, mm-hmm. uh, the old Tarkovsky's, uh, Clone Oh Wars. yeah. Like I two hope they're minutes. longer than that, but like, like still, I bet they're, I don't know. They looked there was a lot more variety of content in that trailer that I was yeah. kind of expecting to see. And uh, you know, they originally pitched it, it being a short thing. I was kind of expecting like a what was that like thing you? called? The women of oh my god. <laughs> the women of Star Wars, that like Star Wars Adventures. Is that what it was called? Star oh, Wars Forces Star- of Destiny. Forces, yeah. of Destiny. Forces of Destiny. Yeah. yeah. Those felt ultra short, and I hope it's a little bit mm-hmm. longer than those. Yeah. yeah. Those are totally two minutes long. Two, yeah. two and a yeah. half minutes. And I hope that, like, because they're really putting, I mean, they're putting such work into these things. And that, I mean, in the trailer, the clips, I mean, you got hat droid shooting missiles. You got, like, the, the guy putting his lightsaber together. It's like, like, it's like a Gundam lightsaber. Um, I can't wait. So stoked. We will definitely be covering it on Bounty Hunt. Uh, we're not sure how we're going to do it yet. We might split it up, uh, depending on how long they are. You know, we don't want to, like, yeah. do a four-hour thing. But uh, stay tuned. Another thing we got, though, was a comic book announcement. We love our comics here. And surprisingly, we're getting a comic shot all about Life Day. Um, yeah, for real. This is a, tr- a real thing. Uh, we're on the Life Day train this year. If we want to throw up that cover here in a second. It's a collection. Uh, Kevin Scott, Justina Ireland, Jody Hauser, and Steve Orlando are all going to write short stories about Life Day. Uh, and there's the cover right there for Phil Noto with old Han and Chewie with the orb. And y'all look at the Wookiees wearing the red robes yeah. from the holiday special. <laughs> look at the cultists in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Imperial guards that protect Palpatine were actually just Wookiees in Life Day outfits. <laughs> I love Life Day. It should be every day. <laughs> that would be um, amazing. But yeah, it's happening. Um, 
and this will be fun. I mean, I like these kind of collection comics they do. Justina Ireland's writing one about Buriaga, so we get some High Republic Life Day, which will be fun. And I love that they're leaning into it. You know, like we said, we're getting the Life Day Treasury from Kevin Scott and George Mann with short stories. Uh, we're getting this comic. Like, you know what? Sure. Why not? Yes. Why not uh, is the reason, yeah. Yeah, why not is absolutely the kind of vibe I had about this one. Uh, <laughs> but I do got to say, this kind of got overshadowed by some other comic book news, which if you all watch the Cosmic Force on Wednesday night, they freaked out about this because Charles Soule kind of broke apart the internet on Wednesday by revealing the new limited series that is coming out this fall. If we want to throw up one of those covers right now, Star Wars Crimson Rain, which is, quote, part two of Charles Soule's Kira trilogy with War of the Bounty Hunters and Crimson Rain. And y'all, this blew my socks off. Yes. Dude, she looks like a freaking badass, she's, man. She's Jack. Incredible. Yes. <laughs> she's scary and... She looks evil. Like, yep. is she yeah. going to be like a hardcore villain? I kind of hope so. That would be sick. It'd be amazing. I mean, she's been really cool in War of the Bounty Hunters. Um, if y'all have been reading it, she's been a main. That's where she obviously came back in into canon. And we now know this is what happens after War of the Bounty Hunters ends. And we just got a couple of covers. This second cover here, I especially love because Afra's on there. Uh, Luke is on there in the in the jacket Han wears in Solo, which I think is like the fourth person to wear it now. Um, <laughs> and and Ren from the Rise of Kylo Ren series is on there, and Charles Soule has confirmed that the Knights of Ren play a role in this. So, wow, oh, wow. W- like uh, uh, amazing. Yes, <laughs> like this is so cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Absolutely. I mean, we've been saying that Kira's story was is like it's been gold since. Uh... Since solo, man. Like, yeah, for real. Yeah, how yeah, did she get? Wait. How did she get to where she was? Whenever uh-huh. On met up with her, when is this one coming out, Eric? Do you know? And I believe in November is when it starts. Okay. Um, yeah, I believe it's October, November. It starts. It's, like a, it's a limited series. I think it's five issues, and it's gonna show. And this is all forward. These aren't flashbacks. This, I mean, there might be flashbacks to what happened to her, obviously, but it is Kira pressing forward into the canon. So, yeah. I mean, this opens up so much. Can I just say, I know a lot of us obviously love Solo Star Wars Story. There's the whole Make Solo 2 movement, right? And like mm-hmm. we may never get that, okay? Just understand that. But if you want to support and, and show that, you know, you love the character of Kira, that you want more of that story, like pick this comic up. Mm-hmm. Because they're paying attention to what we're excited about and what we're buying. And, you know, if we back that, all that talk up, all those hashtag Make Solo 2 happens we back that up by supporting this series like you never know yeah absolutely a great point and this is like you know if you want to buy like single issues too single issue numbers mean a lot in the comics world like trades are great mm-hmm. and you wait for them and a lot of know a lot of people like to wait for them but if you want to support this character if you want to support this movement absolutely great point charles buy those single issues support your local comic book shop or get them digitally but of course if you want the best way to buy literally anything Head on over to the UTNE.com release schedule where we have this and everything else, including next week's High Republic Tempest Runner, the audio drama. That's right, guys, the 31st. That's next Tuesday. Uh, you can get that. You can get the Life Day Treasury, which we already mentioned on September 7th, and you can get the High Republic Edge of Balance manga on September 7th. Like we're saying, if you like all these Japanese influences we're getting in Star Wars, buy them. Vote with your wallets. You know, right? Star Wars stuff is forever. Uh, food and things like that will expire. So 
where are you going to spend your money? <laughs> um, <laughs> not my best segue. Charles, what do we have for book reviews this week? <laughs> All right. Book reviews this week. <laughs> Looks like we have got three different ones. I'm going to take the first one because it's near and dear to my heart. Uh, who wrote this? It looks like Kesha VG123. Sorry if I'm uh, mispronouncing you that. You nailed but, it. Uh, reviewed Kenobi by John Jackson Miller. Gave it four stars. I have to assume it's on a four-star scale. It <laughs> um, <laughs> called it the Wild West of Star Wars. Um, and the review goes on to say, initially slow, but picks up its pace after some chapters. This book is full of twists. I was literally on the edge of my seat while reading this. The book shows Kenobi as an old, tired traveler named Ben who is just getting used to the new surroundings, and he has a huge responsibility on his shoulders to take care of someone. Action-packed with drama and that good old Wild West touch, this book just never stops to amaze. The unexpected always kept on happening in this read, and it was just phenomenal. If you read Star Wars books, which you of course do because that's why you're here, you have to read this amazing piece of work by John Jackson Miller. Um, wholeheartedly agree. It is... Yeah. To this day, one of my favorite Star Wars books of all time. I think it is, I'm going to say it's the best Legends book of all time for me. Um, yeah. And that's a pretty glowing review. I'll yeah. take it. I think that is yeah. a four-star scale based on that review. It definitely sounds like it. Right? Perfect four yeah. out of four. <laughs> but the next one, it looks like maybe outdid Kenobi. Wes, you want to take this one? Can do, can do. So, Ultimate Sauce 8 Red Bloodline. My favorite ultimate sauce. By Claudia Gray. And this person gave it five stars and said, really brilliant. So a star ahead of Kenobi. So Gray's characters are great. And this book really delivers as something that makes the sequel trilogy that much better. Characters like Ransom Casterfo are what lifts Gray a level above most other authors he offers an awesome parallel to Leia, and he provides a great deep dive into the thoroughly interesting politics of this rich time period. You may not like the sound of politics. Honestly, I didn't either. But this shines a brilliant new light on, on this undeniably large part of the Star Wars universe, and you shouldn't miss it. The plot is brilliant, as are the characters, so this is a novel that deserves to be read by everyone. It also deserves to be read by me. Because I haven't read this one yet, but I I like the review. So this is on the top of the enormous list of books that I have to read. Um, and it was also suggested to me to read this during our books we haven't read episode, which I got roasted on horribly. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing, Wes? Come on, there's uh, other stuff happening. <laughs> no, but Bloodline keeps coming up all over the place, mm -hmm. and, and I love that review, especially because it does admit, like, a political-sounding book doesn't sound as fun. We all remember trade negotiations and contracts in the Phantom Menace crawl. You just got to stick with it, um, and uh, execution is all that matters. Great review. Stephen Kent throws up in, this, in his hands. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Corey, you want to take this last one? Yeah, I sure can. This review is from Moonflyer, who reviewed The High Republic, A Test of Courage by Justina Ireland and gave the book 
Four stars said fun for all ages. This book was a fun for all ages read set in the backdrop of the Outer Rim following the Great Disaster. We're introduced to four new teenage characters and their droid J6 as they find themselves caught in the middle of the growing struggle between the Nihil and the Republic. On their own, the characters must learn to deal with loss and growing new friendships as they work together to survive and find out what really happened aboard the Steady Wing. This is a fun story for any adult to read mixed in with all the other High Republic books. I look forward to reading it again with my kids sometime soon. Very good. Very good. And you should also consider reading that book before reading Out of the Shadows. Yes. uh, Because some of the characters come into play and they matter and it's a fast read either way. So it's definitely a pretty quick read. Yeah, the High Republic authors definitely love to bring their characters into each book. And why wouldn't you? You know, it's kind of like you get to have your favorite, your friends, and bring them over to your house over and over and over again. So thank you to all of you for those reviews. And if you want your review on this show, look up your book at utini.com, scroll down to the bottom of that book profile page, give it a story and review, and we might read it on this very show. And who knows, maybe we'll buy it ourselves. All right, fellas, let's do it. Star Wars music. It's real good. All right, everyone, this has been the Living Force. Thank you, though. Um, <laughs> no, um, Wes, you were the one that came up with this episode, um, like you said, way back in our pitch meeting. So tell the folks, what made you want to do an episode all about Star Wars music? Um, I didn't. So, yes, I love the music in Star Wars, but I never realized how much it made a difference um, until I went to, well, there's two reasons. One of the main reasons was you can tell a character's theme by their music. Like, there's mm-hmm. certain music that they have. You can tell, like, when Han and Leia are together, they usually play Leia's theme most of the time. And then you can you can hear, um, say, like, Lando's song. Whenever Lando showed up in Rebels, you're like, uh, that's, that's the Cloud City theme, right? Like, that's Lando's yeah. theme. Um, but also, I went to... Uh, Houston Symphony and I watched uh, Empire Strikes Back live, oh. like with the with the uh, orchestra awesome. playing the music live, and that was an intense that was an intense musical experience. I suggest it to anyone who's a, who's uh who's near one of those um one of those theaters to actually go check that out if they're ever doing it. Um, but yes, um, I love the music in Star Wars. Love it because you once you hear these certain like themes. And you can picture yourself um, the first time you ever saw it, your favorite moment, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And plus, you can play it in the background of anything and have it on. Like, I, I, I was where I, I like had a grind for work one time, and I had it for ten hours. I had like a ten hour long uh, playback of just all the Star Wars music, and it played through like four or five nice. times. It was great. Yeah, you just feel cooler when you're doing stuff with Star Wars music in the background, right? Sure. You're like, yeah, spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah, you know something. That, you know something I cannot do while I'm listening to Star Wars music is what? read Star Wars books. I tried Same. so many times to listen to. Star- it's just too epic and emotion filling. Like, just it controls you. You can't. If it doesn't <laughs> match, then the book feels weird. It does, and then you're like, oh, I need a new right, song. And then you go look at another one. And it's like, oh no, it's like it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like. That's a that's a common development. That's kind of a common criticism that I that I see with the some of the some of the audio books. Uh-huh. They will throw in certain themes that don't match um, with the yeah. characters that are in it. Um, some of the like, there's a lot of the like Luke's theme and the um, the binary sons theme yeah. will play with not with with a Jedi that with with a character that's not a Jedi, which yeah. doesn't doesn't yeah, really doesn't quite jive fit, yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, or 
we could all be wrong based on the chat where like our very own Caroline Vincent will put on Star Wars music to read Star Wars books. So if you can do that, number one, please send us your playlists for which books, because <laughs> I would love to do it correctly. Um, but yeah, I I completely agree. It's so iconic, and it can instantly transport you when you hear just a few seconds of a track, which we're going to do in this episode. We've all, throughout this week, picked a few of our favorite tracks uh, that we're going to share with you all tonight to just kind of say why we love them, what emotions it evokes. But before we do that, guys, I'm going to do a little round robin with you, if I will. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not asking permission. We're going to do it. Uh, and I'm just going to ask you on the spot. We've brought this up a little bit. What is... Your favorite single Star Wars movie score, Charles, go first. <laughs> In your face, Charles, you pick. <laughs> we talked a lot about this in our Phantom Menace commentary about how uh, is this in the top third because it got so hard. I Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is similar to asking you what's your favorite movie, right? It's going to change on the certain yep. day. But I will tell you that the song that I chose for tonight that I knew I immediately had to snag was Battle of the Heroes. And so tonight, that is my answer for Favorite all-time mm. Star Wars track. <clears throat> nice. And, and, and that's from, is that the, that's Revenge of the Sith, right? Revenge of the Sith, yes. All right. So Revenge of the Sith. I like that. Wes? My all-time favorite, which is, it's so hard. Like, saying this is our, these are our best Star Wars music or our best Star yeah. Wars mm-hmm. songs is, it's hard to pinpoint, it's hard to say. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah, like, like y'all said, it changes every day, but there, I mean, I can't rate them. It's very hard to rate them. Yeah. But having said that, Ray's theme is my absolute favorite and probably always will. Probably always will. Because the, yeah. I like that. Um, one of the things that y'all may not know about me, I was in the band when I was in junior high from sixth yeah. grade to eighth grade, and I played the trombone and I was really good. Um, but, um, my, Wait, music- you played the trombone and you've never made a sound effect for the show before. Like, wow, wow, wow. Like, come on. Yeah. It's like, I, I was thinking about, I was totally thinking about this. I was like, maybe I should just bring out my trombone and play it for the show. I was like, oh my God, my you should have done that during drunk somewhere. trivia. Oh my not, God. Oh my that would have been the greatest thing that ever happened. Out. So Wes, but, <laughs> would yeah. you say though, force awakens as a whole is your favorite? If you had to pick, you get one album, Desert Island. You get Ray's theme, but is it Force mm-hmm. Awakens? See, I, it might be. Uh, it might be the Last Jedi. It might be the Last Jedi when I Great. when I first if you have to really pick fell in love album. with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Oscar nominated. Fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right, Corey, how about you? <clears throat> uh, it's got to be Empire for me, man. Like mm-hmm. there are several. Um, there are several like uh, like this is how I identified this right. A, a couple months yeah. ago, um, I had a whole lot of crap going on in my life, just with work and all this crazy stuff was happening. I think it was like March of last year, and it's like peak. Was it last year? I came all my years running together. I guess it was like peak of a uh, like intern year hell and it was just mm-hmm. awful and like i had like a full-on panic attack one day and caitlin like told me to go listen to some kind of music or something that would help me try to relax so i picked star wars and i was just shuffling until something emotionally hit me like that i could mm-hmm. relax to and there were multiple songs from the empire soundtrack that i like quickly added to a playlist for me to listen to when i was trying to relax oh. and i'm like i think that more than anything was the is the answer of like if the, if those songs like spoke to me in a time of panic, then like, I think that has to be it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite track off off of Empire? Uh, sh- I think it's got to be Yoda's theme on Dagobah. Mm. Yeah. 
That's mm. great. I think that was my favorite all time, all time pick. That's great. That single song. Dude, I want to point out real quick. Be nasty in the chat did answer that Tross is is his favorite uh, entire soundtrack. It's great. And I feel like we music. we rarely hear people. I, I mean. Maybe just because it's new, but we rarely hear people mm-hmm. put Dross like at the top of their list. That's really cool that someone feels so strongly about that soundtrack. Yeah. Well, and it's cool because like I think that's probably the one with the most like homages, right? Because it's literally pieces of the entire saga. So I think yeah. that's a great pick. Um, I'm gonna go one of the one of the tracks I did not pick tonight is one of my favorites, uh, which is March of the Resistance, um, because I think Force Awakens might be top to bottom my favorite culmination um and just that moment when the x-wings come over and to go to takadana just gets me going and like you said we first got ray's theme we we got march of the resistance the force theme at the end when like ray tunes in and beats kylo like you know it's just it's just so good top to bottom um yeah. but you know what without without further ado let's let's jump in and let's listen to some of these things y'all yeah we are gonna hopefully all this music is gonna keep going we're not going to get silenced. Remember back in the day when all our all our streams used to get shut down? Ah, we were so young then. <laughs> um, I'm, totally, <laughs> I'm totally expecting SWAT officers to be swinging in through our windows. Yes. We were right. like, hey, you stop. You can't yeah. do that. Yeah, let's, go, gonna... let's, let's go ahead and acknowledge that we are doing some technical magic today all right we've already we've Fingers already set, we've already set up the YouTube video so it's not being monetized because long story short we've done everything we can to make sure that the stream stays alive if for some reason uh the stream gets cut and it's ended and we all get kicked off you know we like star wars music it's been a good show you know <laughs> go listen Eugene, to an album or some show. Show. We'll, we'll come back live <laughs> we'll, and we will hum and or whistle i know what <laughs> You know the one. You know the one. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I think we did. If you were around for our lightsabers episode, what we did for that one, we went around with our favorites and kind of talked about them. Very similar as this episode. We got our tracks picked up. Corey's got them queued up. We don't know what order he's going to release them in. So Corey, hit us with that uh, that first track. What are we What are we celebrating right. first? Let me make sure everyone can hear it. I think everyone can. Uh, this first one is uh, "Battle of the Heroes" from "Revenge of the Sith." But of course. Man, shine. It's so epic. Yo! <laughs> Good. I love it. Why am I in a chair right now? This is stupid. Dude. There's something about when there's a chorus. It's yeah. Like what? <laughs> oh man. That's one thing that prequel trilogy did was they really brought in the chorus. To yeah. Be it emphasized is. in all of the their only, themes. The only choral stuff in the originals was Emperor's theme, right? I think. Mm-hmm. That yep. kind of deep uh, stuff. But anyways, Battle of the Heroes, like obviously we are going to hear these songs and we're going to associate with the moment in the film, but I really feel like even if I didn't know what was going on in the movie, like you can just feel how epic it is. You can feel how just 
powerful that theme mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it obviously it, it pulls in elements that John Williams always uses the strong kind of like horns, right. the, the choral element, but like, there's just something about this track, man, that it yeah. makes my hair stand up. Yeah. You I know, totally one agree. thing I like about revenge of the Sith and Pitbull in the early two thousands, they both oh, love God. to bring in the chorus, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so- all right. <laughs> it's the it's the culmination that we all remember. It's like this Jason is it. Derulo. <laughs> yeah, great pick, Charles. That what a god! What a hell of a way to get us kicked off. That's yeah, no uh, kidding. Amazing. It. All right, we have Love some. It. You know, we have some odd picks in here too, which I think is fun, right? Like we we didn't just pick like our favorite Star Wars music that's from recognizable scenes. Like we pick various Star Wars music that has spoken to us. I think, and I think this yep. is another good example. Um, this is the trailer music from The Rise of Skywalker. Now, Eric, you picked this, this one, didn't mine. you? This is mine. Yeah, this is by Samuel Kim, not even John Williams. But go ahead and play this. Uh, this part of it is the most emotional I get from any Star Wars music. Yeah, I'm going to cry. I mean, oh my God, listen, I've said this a thousand (laughs) times on this show, but being in a live audience when, when that trailer played is, is gotta be one of the most memorable moments of my entire life. I mean, it was just, I mean, the emotional energy was just insane. And I mean, the princess Leia is like theme is in there a little bit too. Right. I think in part of this trailer. Yeah. And and this was the one that came out, like it was the last one they ever did. It's the last, you know, film star Wars trailer. And I remember just being in my living room. It's the only trailer I've ever recorded my reaction to. Because I was like, oh, it should be it. And I just remember just like being like, oh, cool. Oh, cool. And it, and that's the part where 3PO says, saying goodbye to my friends. And then oh Chewbacca yells. And then it goes, boom. And then, it's, that, and then it says, uh, the story, uh, the saga will end and the story lives forever. And I just yeah. break. It's like, it is the... It is the epicness and it is the emotion of like, this is nine saga films and it's a celebration and regardless of your thoughts on on the movie itself that single moment is one of my favorite star wars movies is that yeah point in the trailer so I yeah that 100% is 100 agree oh, we knew we knew it we was the end we knew it was the end <laughs> no. and they yeah they really came through with that with that theme i think we can and, all remember where we were when we saw that i was in a hotel a casino hotel room in nebraska coming back from a pheasant hunt <laughs> <laughs> hotel room for me in Nebraska. You, that was... My buddy was on the <laughs> phone with all our other friends, like, we can't leave yet because Wes has to watch this trailer and then mm-hmm. we can go downstairs and start gambling, but we have to watch this first. And I was like, <laughs> yep. You're damn right we do. You're damn right we <laughs> <Yeah>. do. <laughs> and, and that's one that ends with uh with Mark Hamill saying the force will be with you, and then it's Carrie Fisher's voice saying always. Always. Yeah. yeah. And then we Wes's were like friends done. Wes's friends were leaving to go gambling. And Wes was like, taking one last look, sir, at my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So we're two in, and I'm a mess. So let's just keep going. Why not? Here we go. We have a a lot of them here. This could very well end up being a longer show. This is is the droid invasion in the first appearance of Darth Maul. (gasps) Yes. 
Oh man, the, the snare and the cymbals. My marching bin soul is being activated. <laughs> it's hard not to hum this one. Man. I know, it so is. It's so catchy. Oh, it's so man. catchy. Yes, Harris, Battlefront 2. This is Battlefront 2 music right here. Yeah, it totally yeah. is. It absolutely is. Whose was this? Yeah. This this was one of mine as well. Um I think because I gave I gave up one of mine and then I pulled this one in. I think Thank you, Charles. Um, this one, I don't. A lot of my picks are from the prequels, <clears throat> and I don't. I maybe that's just because I'm most partial to those as films. Yeah. But like this, this one, like I can feel it in my six year old self's chest, like in the movie yes. theater. Like I just, I don't know. It really takes me right back to to the Phantom Menace and. I don't know. I feel like this song in particular is actually a little bit underrated. It's not mm -hmm. like one of the one of the first ones mm -hmm. that comes to mind, but when classics. you hear it, it's so identifiable. I know yeah. it's it's gonna be in my head now for like the next hour. Yeah, like, like, you're welcome. <laughs> it's very distinct that it's for it's for the villains. It's for the bad guys. It's, this isn't a like this isn't for the good guys theme. You can yeah. tell because of the horns and the way that. That the lower tones are doing that. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Like it, the, the, it is the prequels Imperial March, really. Yeah, yeah. I would, just, I would sure. say that. And Andrew makes a great point in the chat that there, there are definitely hints of the First Order theme within that. Like Williams is very good at making sure the villains have, like you're saying, with the lower brass, and let like, the good guys get a lot of strings and like trumpets and yep. higher brass. Like it's very mm -hmm. classic music theory, and it <clears> works because he seeds it differently in each film, but they all work together. I love it. Williams is very good. Hot He's take. Right. Who would have thought? He's good. He's good. Two Oscar nominations, I think. <clears throat> all right. It's not uh, all. Oh. All right. Sorry. What we got Andrew, next? The dog was barking. All right. Oh, no. I figured. Uh, so um, I admittedly didn't pick music until right before the show. Uh, but while what? you guys were reading book reviews and stuff, I picked a couple surprises oh. to throw in here for you. Oh, all right, dirty we dog. Doing. I'm not gonna tell you what this one is. I want you just to get ready to cry like a little baby. All right, okay, try me out. Is this your father would be proud of you? This is Ahsoka Leaves from the Clone Wars. Dude, my skin is crawling oh. right now. It's so rich. I wouldn't have known it. You didn't say. Kevin Kiner, man. It's so good. I think it's this. Is this the main riff right here? Angelia, Clone Wars, some of the best music ever. Yes, it's not even a question. Uh, I, I think, I know, I'm telling you, these strings are like the richest in all the Clone Wars. It's so good. Yeah. You can like yeah. see them oh out on the God, terrace. Dude, I'm misty-eyed. It's oh. so freaking powerful when like 
Anakin says to Ahsoka, I know what it's like to want to leave. And she like, oh, God, dude, I'm going to cry on the freaking screen. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, I'm telling you, the music is so powerful. And it's what sets the tone for the entire show. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that we have this here because it, it's it's Williams followed by Kiner. Like the amount of composers that have worked in the same universe and elicited the same emotions with similar tactics is just spectacular because they are very different. But. I, oh god oh what i right. mean very good pick you jerk such a good pick yeah all right <laughs> sorry I, I just remembered it randomly all right, all right. Here's, a, here's, a oh much, here's, here's a much lighter it's one this is happy. uh this is flying with chewy from solo <gasps> star wars oh, story this is, what, this is my first pick well i'm not gonna call you that Oh man, also a good one. Dude, yeah. good choice. Dude, this this one right here with the French horn right here. That is tone at the end. It's just it's such levity. It's John yeah. Powell, How to Train Your Dragon Man. Yeah. And it is. like hmm. solo Tar is just, underrated. Some vibes in there maybe yep. a little bit. Like I love it. And it's because it's it's after they just like failed the mission, but they got Chewie back. Or no, no, they got off of uh, uh, not the mission. They got off of Mimban. Yeah, yeah, the mud planet. And they got their shower, and it's just, they just got done meeting. Yeah, that's oh. what it was. They just got done taking a shower, and they got out and air dried together. Yeah, y'all not list this every time you get out of the shower. <laughs> every day. But this was like, so. How to Train Your Dragon oh, is man. also one of my favorite film scores of all time and you can totally hear it in this track and the whole movie um john williams did this the theme for han in solo but the whole thing done by john powell i think is in my maybe top two if not my number one um star wars scores on any given day i absolutely love it and that that's the one that is the levity of star wars that's adventure um and friendship to me is that is that song absolutely all right, uh, this next one is from Wes, and I forgot that you did this, but here you go. What? Bring it to me. Audio listeners, there was a video component to this. Wes, uh, so what was that? Oh well, my god, I'm the... not gonna lie, I'm 100 gonna go back and listen to that entire thing later. <laughs> the, the, the theme itself is the Imperial March, the most one of the most iconic themes in Star Wars history, of and course. I could not leave it off, could not leave it off. But I put the original in there as well. I tried to find like the super heavy metal version where like you can't listen to like the guy's voice he's like raw, 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 but I didn't do that. um but yes the imperial march the ultra villain theme to put in any if anybody heard that theme in, they know exactly what it's from kind of thing uh, my buddy used to have that on as his um yeah he would have OG, this, here we go he would have this on his phone as his ringtone for when his dad called him i think everyone's <laughs> everyone should at least have one person that at one point the imperial march was their ringtone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so great it's so, also, it's so iconic it really is yeah really i want to say if, speaking of like alternate star wars music which we don't i guess we don't talk a ton about what one, one of my most listened to 
Spotify playlists is 100% the lo-fi Star Wars playlist. Oh, yeah. It is the most calming thing. If you want to read Star Wars books to music and you kind of want Star Wars, but you can't focus like we can't, lo-fi star wars i tell yeah. you it's the greatest thing in the world this was this was also in the uh the family guy episode when they're in the elevator and mm-hmm. they play the elevator music part of the imperial march when it's like so i was solo wasn't it wasn't it playing like for the in solo ad, yeah like for the it was recruitment ad recruitment in mm-hmm. so it's in like a the major only, key yeah, yeah so it's like the only song that was besides i guess like cantina and like Jabba's Palace, like Max Rebo band, that's also a song in the universe. Yeah, where exactly. characters inside the movie could hear it. Yep. So um I wish I could play it for you. I don't think I can. Um on my on my phone. So I'm not sure if you guys know this. You can control like the buzz pattern on your on your phone, like the vibrate pattern, like and set your own tones. And my vibration pattern on my phone when it's on silent is the Imperial March. Is it really <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's what it does. Like that's how it oh, vibrates. That's hilarious. I set that so long ago, like like I like eight years ago or something like that. When they first added that feature to the iPhone, it's been that ever since. And like I've had to remake that's... it several times when I've lost it, but like I can't not have that. It's just what it is. It's so recognizable too. I, I can gotta... hear my phone vibrating from a different room. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> Ooh, here's one. I don't know what your order is, Corey, but for our next track, uh, Neptune in the chat brings up a great one we haven't t- talked about yet, but I feel like we have something right. Uh, the Rogue One soundtrack. Oh, you mean like favorite. this? Yeah! This is another uh, one of the picks that I secretly did right before the show. It's so good. And Michael Giacchino had a month to do the whole score. A That's month. insane. Incredible. Incredible. I know, um, especially how it goes epic and then gets quiet and like, yeah. it's really, really good. I love the theme for Rogue One as well. I, could, I didn't put that in mind because it was hard to find a good one, but it, like just the like, it's like, it's so simple, but it's so good All right, with the really the, silly uh, font. <clears throat> I know, that's true. I love it. It's it's called, uh, it's called Trajan. I use I've used it occasionally. Is that the, the font, font <laughs> the font is called Trajan. Yeah, choice. it's, a, it's an Adobe choice. font actually. Yeah, it's like a real font. It's not like a like a fake Star Wars font, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> here you go. Yeah! Classic. Oh man, such a classic. I get giddy listening to this song. It makes me so happy. You can't not. <laughs> You think there's somebody? If there was one of the aliens in the cantina, was like, man, I hate this song. <laughs> oh, that's like for the. I think it's the Family Guy special, isn't it? Where he's where he pretends. Uh, it's the guy. What's his name? Figure and Dan is that? Figure and Dan in the modal notes. Yeah. They finished the song, and he's like, "Is there any any requests out there?" And then he pretends to throw his voice. He's like, "Play that same song again." And he's like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, all right." Go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think the Cantina theme is also so interesting uh, because it is kind of one of those things that really defines Star Wars. Like, it's one of the first active songs you hear. It's 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 they're in Moss Eisley. They're in, they're on Tatooine. Like it is so important. That song didn't work 
that's where we meet Han Solo. That's where we like learn about the Millennium Falcon. Like that mm-hmm. song sets it up. And if that doesn't work and draw you in, you don't care about the foundation of Star Wars. Every yeah. time I hear the beginning of that song, I just remember that alien with his head that pops up right in the beginning. Just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, perfect. Great choice, Corey. Oh my God. What a pull. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is the finale from Empire Strikes Back. Uh, so this was one of my choices and I specifically chose it because it pulls in, uh, it pulls in the Han and Leia theme and it's the best version of it i think from the whole film and it and i can see this scene in i my can head. see it yeah, yeah. Same here hmm. there's that leia theme man my it's God. so good we should also talk about that for a minute. Like, that moment is fantastic of them staring oh, out of the viewport, right? At the stars, yes. and Luke uh-huh. just got his hand. And, like, I, we all just watched that moment in our head, okay, with that song. Yeah. But, like, it's so cool how Lando all has been of the redeemed. Movies... Him and Chewie, you're flying off into the distance. Yeah, yeah it's so exactly. good. But it's so cool how all the movies, you just get that, like, that horn blast. And it's just right into like the main theme, like it's, yeah. it's like it's like, it's like, a, it's like the last roller coaster because we all go, and you're like, oh my god, it's a Star Wars movie! Play it again, play it, roll it again. All right, all right, keeping in wonderful, keeping in line with Empire. Here is Yoda's theme, which we already talked about earlier, but this is another really good one. It was a horse. Oh, you're making a mess. <laughs> I got that trivia question <laughs> right, by the way, audience. <laughs> this is the most magical and ethereal the force ever feels for me. Oh, man, it's so good. My skin's like f- crawling again. I'm getting goosebumps yeah, again. Man. Like, this is the only other song so far that's done it for me. I'm telling you, it's this album is like when he moves the uh, moves the X-Wing, X-wing? right? Uh-huh. Also in uh, in uh, the Last Jedi, yep, that's right. Brings it up out of the water. Basically the same theme, right? Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, nice, yeah. Charles. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you go repping the Yoda shirt. Yeah. Both times brings the X-wing up out of the water. The Force really is strings, isn't it? The more we listen, like that's what it is. Yeah, it, it is. is. Early brass with the Force. It's hard not to think of all Yodas. Fantastic quotes from this section of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This entire song is really good, especially the most yeah. epic little riff of this, where it's that same little introductory riff, but it just it's like really, really epic. It's when he's mm-hmm. pulling it out of the out of the swamp or whatever, and it like really builds, and there's a peak, and I don't know. It's so epic. Yeah. I, and I actually really, you know, I've kind of made fun of that song a little bit, like being, or I'm sorry, I've made fun of that scene a little bit, being in um, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like it was a little overdone, perhaps, but I completely agree with the choice of music. And yes. Yeah. Very, very cool to do the throwback uh, music choice for that scene. And then they also use Yoda's theme again uh, in, the, in The Last Jedi, when, when Yoda shows up yep. for the first time and... It's playing that really epic music when Yoda has some of those really, really good quotes from The Last Jedi of like, 
uh it's like he's like failure yes failure most of all that is the true yep. version of masters and it's just like Shit, turners were there. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's so good. Also, I think I'm looking at the chat right now. We we got a lot of love for the victory song from Phantom Menace. That isn't that on our list. Did someone pick that? That's one of mine. It's a great municipal band. All right, yes. Here we go. We create that soldier boy. <laughs> the one whistle guy. <laughs> the drum major Gungan. 100. <laughs> And the Longhorn players. <laughs> this little riff right here. Yeah, the little yeah. riff. Oh. It's like, hey, you dumb adults. You're saying for Star Wars movie in 15 years. Pat yeah! gave that, that smile over to Anakin. Like, She's like, yeah, yeah. Call me in 10 years, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I might be a little mischievous. I know. <laughs> then, then, then Boss Dance is like... <laughs> Although, Neptune makes a great point. Part of this song, if you do slow it down, it's the Emperor's theme. That that is, was one of the points I no wanted to bring kidding. up. I think it's no, one of the, it's not. I, yes, it yeah, is. But it's in a... It's You have to move it to a minor key as well and for it, it to down. actually be the Emperor's theme. But there are videos you can find it's Palpatine's on YouTube. actual music. Where they actually do it, and you can hear it, yeah. So it's, oh, I think that awesome. is one of the coolest musical <laughs> facts of any of the Star Wars movies that they've made. Yep. That in that moment of absolute triumph, at the very beginning of the saga, if you're talking episode-wise, mm -hmm. Palpatine's <laughs> still in there, dude. Like, he's already... Well, who's winning the, the most? For his plan. It's Palpatine. Wait, was he the Phantom Menace? Hold on. Yeah. Wes. Hold on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Wait, was Luke the New Hope? <laughs> Spoiler alert! If y'all haven't seen these movies, sorry. Boys, the rays of Skywalker. Anyway, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Here you go, Wes. Speaking of your really bad joke, here you go. This is another fantastic one. I think this is one of your sure. picks. Hmm. This is the reason Don't John talk, Williams don't talk to my Wars. team. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> oh god, it's so good. Wow. It's so good, dude. <clears throat> I know. Jeez. Yes, Ray's theme. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, wow. You, my God. It's uh, it, it's basically a entire crescendo of a song, up until <laughs> like the the enti entirety of a song is a crescendo. It's great. I love it. Um, it's very subtle, like in the beginning, oh. and it has those that flute sounds, and then those. Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. Um, yeah. I mean, once I when I first heard this song, especially um, when I was watching The Force Awakens, I was like, damn it. This is going to be my favorite character. This is going to be my favorite theme. I love this. It really hit hard for me. So, yeah. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was, I mean, I loved all the Star Wars themes before this, but this one here just resonated with me somehow. Yeah. yeah. John, didn't John Williams say this was by far his favorite song that he created yep. for the sequel trilogy? Yeah. yeah. He gave, uh, he gave Daisy Ridley like 
something. Have you remember the what that original was? sheet music for it? That's right. She gave me the original oh, sheet. And Daisy wow. cried. I think when she when he gave it to I her, would, it was. I would have an aneurysm. Incredible. Like yes. I mean, yeah. that is. It was beautiful. And he said, I think he said to JJ or or someone. He says once he saw footage of Ray. He's like, I need to come back for the sequels because I don't want anyone else to write music for that character except me. Because he heard what it was in his head. He's like, this is what it has to be. Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah Caroline, in the chat, it is such a great introduction to her character. There's no dialogue for Ray. The first mm-hmm. things we get is that theme before she says a word. Yep. That's true. Oh. She slides down on that on that piece of metal to this yeah. song. That's oh that, was, that was the, that was the moment when I knew that, 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 that movie was going to be very true to the originals to me. Yep. I don't know something about the pacing and how she just like show when she pops her head up and she's wearing that goofy head dress thing with the Ninja goggles Turtle. and yep. yeah, <laughs> and, and the music starts and yep. I'm just like, it the way good. she like chews the 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 green stuff when she's wearing the helmet, like nom, nom, nom. yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's just like, there's a there's a levity to it. Yeah, it and it's yeah. and he also keeps it like well, it's such a great pick, West, because Williams just sprinkles that throughout the entire saga every time way shows up where she's going dark it gets more intense during the fight whenever the force fills her it's the force theme mixed with ray's theme like mm-hmm. oh yeah star wars very overpowering so good that goosebumps man damn it i know yeah. Yeah. it's, it's so else? funny how some of that music really speaks to you like that yeah uh, this, i think this is probably also your pick too this is uh the jedi steps in the finale is yes. that also yours wes yes <clears throat> it's also some of ray's kind of music yeah. It's so light. Because this was when we first, we, we knew where she was go- walking. Yeah. We knew where she was and who yeah. she was going to find. And this whole, this music helps us like yeah. get to that point, yeah. get up to Luke Skywalker. And we're just like. Because we just had like this huge high, <laughs> like we won the battle. And in most Star Wars mu- movies, that would be the end. And we leave in that crescendo. But they're like, no, no, no. One more thing. It's such a long buildup, too. I love it how is. long of a buildup it is. Because she, she has to take all the stairs. <laughs> They're like, nope. Stairs. You know what? So you know far. what's coming. You got to earn this. And then. <laughs> standing there with his back. All of our faces were melting right about now. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's still Skywalker! going. The crescendo is, is still Skywalker! going. We're not done yet. <clears throat> those oh. iconic horns, French horns. Yeah. Yeah, Jacob, I also need to Dude. go to Skellig Michael and play this song as Dude. I go to the top. I'll play it like 12 it. times in a row because I'm not as fit as I used to be. But uh, <laughs> it'll take me a hot minute. <laughs> but... Charles first selected that, and then I had to snatch it from him. I said, no, sir, no. That one is mine. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Charles. I appreciate it. If, if we're fighting <laughs> over the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, All right. Here's another, one. here's another iconic one. This is one of mine. You cannot have a discussion about Star Wars music without Binary Sunset. Oh, it's God. Not, here we go. It's not, All right. it's not possible. I'm ready. I'm ready. <clears throat> You got up. <laughs> Wes. Yes. Yes. 
I didn't have the fan what? on. Okay, how many kids chose to play the French horn in band purely because of this song? I don't think it's... It's not a small number. <laughs> I agree. Oh. Is it close, all- close to perfect? I mean... Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it, it is. is. Even the after bit. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. After all we know about Luke's journey now, too, anytime in a trailer or in one of the YouTube fan made things, when they show Luke staring off into the binary sunset, I just lose yep. it. When you imagine, like, when they filmed that, they just had Mark Hamill just do the lookup. So can you imagine being George Lucas being like, all right, so let's see the first go of the score. And then you see John Williams did that with the look, and you're like, oh, cool, this movie's going to make $100 million in a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, like, that's a good that's point. That's the moment. That's a good point to bring up, too, Eric, because, you know, we've all watched the behind-the-scenes documentaries, and, like, the choice of John Williams – went against like everything of the times, right? Yep. Like Star Wars as a film and the themes of like happiness, like not, I I don't know. It was just very, a very different choice. And to have a classical theme, like classical music was not what anyone else was doing. No, nobody else was doing it. It was was early synth music and like mm -hmm. late disco stuff. Yeah, popular music had made it into movies to where they saw that it was bringing in incredible amounts of revenue from uh, easy rider easy rider was the first one to do it and they were like holy crap look at all this music we're getting from like steppenwolf that we put into a into a uh, mm-hmm. into a film it's crazy so like everybody yeah. kept reiterating that with with the uh, pictures after the 50s yeah yeah all it, we know it, the movie would have failed without john Williams. yeah we have i mean we have no idea yeah. well, and angelina you make a great point like the older i get the more i relate to luke looking at the binary sunset i think it's exactly it because we think about you know the hero's journey right the call to adventure is such a point and i think luke looking at this at the suns with this music is if you look in the dictionary mm-hmm. the call to adventure from that point on like mm-hmm. it, it describes it i think more perfectly than mm-hmm. any other level of campbell's work just and yeah. Mark oh. Hamill made it look like he was actually listening to that music, but he was listening yep. to nothing. He was like, God, it's hot out here. It's hot. <laughs> it's so Tunisia's sandy. <laughs> I hate sand. God, I hate sand. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's bring it back down a little bit for the evening. <laughs> here's uh, oh, yeah, this is Bury this, the Dead from the Clone this Wars. Is, this is one of mine. Hmm. <clears throat> Dude, this one also gives me chills. Season seven. Last thing we hear. It's Ahsoka just like looking out at all the helmets. This was rough to watch. It was. And it man. was a freaking cartoon. I just I can barely this, watch this past it. Last week. Mm. I think earlier we mentioned there's similar note progressions to <laughs> um Ahsoka leaves. Mm-hmm. And this, it's the same thing. Yeah. Oh. These, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone, that I did this. This is on me. <laughs> Dude, you suck, man. Yeah. And it's just such a moment of like Ahsoka's looking out and also everyone watching at that moment was watching the Clone Wars end. Like we had watched this series for seven seasons for over a decade of our lives Mm -hmm. and we were watching the last frames of the show we loved go away. Mm -hmm. And it was like, 
Oh, yes, we almost okay. didn't get that. Yeah, we didn't they, for they had two seven years, Clone Wars six years for us to get that. Oh. Let's complain. Let's complain some more. See if we can get season. <laughs> yeah, <eight. that's> <laughs> let's complain. Some more. Yes. Oh yeah. Speaking of Ahsoka <laughs> falling. That's this? why Anakin kill all these younglings real fast. You can hear in the background the marching, duh, duh, yeah, duh, of the duh. drums. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this yeah. is the this is uh, the Jedi Temple march when Anakin is leading the clones up into the Jedi Temple, and he's getting ready to slaughter everybody. Mm-hmm. And so like that beginning is like, so scary. Let's let's listen to that part again. All right. Where is it? It's here. It's twenty. 42? Here we go. 42. Yeah, listen to listen to the marching, because I think you're right. I know. It's got the marching on undertone there. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Because when once you saw that, you were like, yeah, Anakin has bought a hundred percent into this, and he is he's coming to slaughter. And he's got a he's got an army behind him and he's ready to and he's ready to take this. He's like, you got this whole army behind him. He's like, all right, I think I can take these kids now. <laughs> it's like, you it's guys just take so... the adults. I'll take the small children. <laughs> it's so weird because William somehow makes it hopeless. Like it is a it is a hopeless <clears throat> moment, and you just have to sit and experience the music and and experience the slaughter as an audience member because you can't yeah. stop it. <clears throat> yeah, it's um, got the, it's got the tone like the subtle tones of well, not the subtle tones, but it's got a, uh, a similarity. It's about definitely, that. <laughs> definitely similarity to the Imperial March that they kind of want oh, yeah, to add yeah. in there. Yeah, you know, you also have to think about too. We've never really talked about this before, but like you know, the Clone Wars are in full force right now, and there's like not that many Jedi in the temple, right? Like most of them nope. are kind of spread about. So like, mm-hmm. what a perfect time to attack is like when they're yep. all totally spread out. And man, it was dark. And that's Someone why thought that important. Out. That's why <laughs> yeah, it was it sounds like a plan. Beacon telling <laughs> people, telling all the Jedi to return to the <clears throat> temple. That's why it's so important. Yeah, that's that's right. hello, this is Obi Wan Kenobi. The Jedi Temple has fallen. Stay the hell away. <laughs> the hey, end. don't come back here, man! It's <laughs> <laughs> <Damn> a trap! It's <laughs> a trap! Oh, hey, uh, Ian. Ian in our chat, buddy, other than mentioning, of course, his love of the holiday special music, um, also just mentioned uh, Ludwig Gorenson's score for Mandalorian, and I know that was one of my choices as Dude, well. Dude, so that's the next one that. I pulled up right Dude, here. This here one's go. episode one. talk about crescendos this was at the end of the first episode this is when i knew this show was gonna be a hit so hold on here it comes it hits so hard i love it i will dance to this in a night dude and, it, and I think the track is called, like, You Are a Mandalorian, right? And I'm like, yes, I am, Ludwig! I am! Yes, I am! I am! I am, Mom! Like, uh, it is... Yeah, dude, Ian, dude, 100%, it's so unique, because it's unlike anything else in Star Wars, but it's completely Star Wars. So, and, oh. yeah, like, as a... Kind of like as a sidebar, so he was the composer for Creed, was that it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so... um, And Black Panther, my, I believe. My all-time favorite um, soundtrack is Rocky, 
and Bill Conti is the composer of that. And so there's very, there's Rocky vibes to that, just from the horns that are used in that oh, yeah. in the Mandalorian soundtrack. But Ludwig <clears throat> incorporated that from Bill Conti stuff um, into Creed, and then so that I, I mean I'm oh, sure that awesome. part of his composer. Um, or as part of his music was looked at in Creed, and we're like, you know what, this would be perfect for the Mandalorian. So um, it all kind of yeah. trickled down. Also, if you've never watched the the gallery behind the scenes of the Mandalorian, watch one w- with him on it because he shows how many recorders he bought for the Mandalorian. He has a stupid amount of like, you know, those things you played in <laughs> elementary school, but they're like eighteen thousand times as big. Yes, the bass the yeah. bass recorder is the, the instrument there, recorder. right? It's a bass recorder, which is like, why the hell does that exist? Like, yeah. <laughs> There's Mandalorian. Also moment, oh, so cool. There's also a moment in that documentary, the behind the scenes stuff, where he like plays the theme for I think it was for like Filoni on his phone for the first time. And yeah. even even hearing it first time on the phone, he was like, yo, that bops. Like this is <laughs> we gotta use this. God, it's just so so incredible. Mm-hmm. And and I and I and I love too, because we talked earlier, you know, about using Williams as a risk. I mean, using Ludwig to do a whole score for a Disney Plus show. Yeah. was a risk they didn't know if this was going to work there weren't original disney plus programmings like i know it feels like it's we're in it now but way back when like what two years ago like mandalorian was the biggest risk star wars had taken in years yeah mm. and the fact they respected it enough to pay to hire him and get this brand new score from a guy who's a hot composer in hollywood right now mm-hmm. it was definitely Amazing. a it was definitely a calculated risk though because they oh, had yeah. you know Baloney on Baloney yeah. and Favreau on yeah. there. It's kind of hard to miss. <laughs> they had the money, Disney money. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. All right, last uh, at least the last two that I have pulled up here. We get yeah. some chat requests. Yo, but... some honorable mentions as well for sure. That's true. Last two I have pulled up here. Um, this is one of yours, Wes. It's uh, Black Thunder by the Who. Is that is that how you say this? Hugh by the, the Hugh. The Huh. The who? Huh? Is that what? The who I don't know. It's, 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 it's spelled A W H U. Anyway, H U from Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, Fallen Order. So oh, this yeah. is an actual. This is an actual band. Um, but this is when Cal Kestis gets put into the fighting pit. Forgot what planet it was on. Oh, but right. You have, to, you have to face like. A, a barrage of like insects and then there's two huge like villains and machines that you have to bite and this music is perfect because you get your ass kicked the in- for an hour <laughs> until you can beat it and you have you hear this in the background you're just like i, I gotta play again i gotta play again <laughs> but this is always playing on like repeat over and over but you walk into the jedi like fighting or the, you walk into the fighting pit and it's nothing and then you hear that, well, why don't you try against these? And then you hear this music start playing. And you're like, oh, you know, something's about to happen. You know, then- this this like <laughs> this like kind of sounds like what I imagine Wreck Punk to sound like. like yes, from, from High Republic. From High, but you have to play it at this volume only. Like, <laughs> it has to be very loud. You cannot even hear yourself think, basically. Also, guys, I just want to let you all know, uh, watching and listening, I just hit my move goal on my Apple Watch because I've just been, like, <laughs> rocking it <laughs> It's just, just like... I just oh, I have my workout for the day. I, I love it. Th- Jedi I had to throw great. that in there. I had to throw that in there as my honorable mention. Couldn't, could yeah. not. All right, All right here's for- the. This is the last honorable mention that I had. Uh, well, not me, but like you, we have in here is uh, this is the Marauders song from Solo because it's like your Marauders arrive because it's so yes. weird. And this is a fantastic one. 
Oh, on their on their space motorcycles. <laughs> yep. The uh oh god, I forgot there's a trivia fact about the choir about on this. It's like young it's younger kids. This bit right here. I don't think I've ever noticed that. Man, now I gotta remember that trivia fact. Right, excuse me, like Google. It, keep, it keeps going. Like, I mean, it doesn't get higher and higher every time. I think. Yeah, like this. Uh huh. Yeah. It makes the it makes the Marauders feel so like alien and imposing because yeah, like, it does. The music feels so different, and you kind of don't understand it, and you don't understand the characters yet. It's right, weird. right. You're like they're they're bad guys, right? It kind of. Uh, the kind of music is kind of counteracting that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. features a 36 voice Vanya Moneva Bulgarian choir uh, wow. that was recorded Bulgarians. at Abbey Road Studios. It's a strong Nicole people. Bulgarian. <laughs> it's a strong is she people. She's in the choir. She's <laughs> not in the choir. Her mom. Her mom actually was in a Bulgarian, a traveling Bulgarian choir for a while. So Yo, it was this one. I don't have to ask. Is she also an Olympic weightlifter? <laughs> Bulgarians are really good at that. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely love those. Yeah, All right. that one's last. Uh, last one by request of the chat uh, is the classic "Across the Stars," also yeah. known as the love theme from Attack of the Clones. Love you know, theme. I do have to say, for some reason, like randomly, you know, you have songs like that you wake up in the morning and they're just stuck in your head, like, it, and you don't know why. You're like barely even yep. consciously awake, but the song is there and you're humming I it. That it's way there. Backstreet Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Good. All right, Wes. Good. All day today. <laughs> oh, wow. This uh, this song is frequently that song for me for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's just. I guess I have Attack of the Clones like burned in my brain, but like I get this stuck in my head a lot. It's weird. I don't know. Here we go. I've heard a lot of people like walk down the aisle to this, and I'm like, Ooh. I get it. I should have thought right? of that. It's just, it. just just throwing that in the back of the head. Just get remarried. <laughs> I mean to Caitlin, not to somebody yes. else. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Listen to that. I wonder if George was like, hey John, what does love mean to you? Go. Because this is kind of... Like, John Williams is so good at writing feelings as music. And there's a little bit of fear there. You hear those notes. There's, like, a little bit of, like, uncertainty. Could you do that? Could you live a lie? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, sure. <laughs> that was the original line. <laughs> I just want people to know we're doing it. <laughs> For the last moment I laid eyes on you, I deeply, truly loved you. This could fit easily into the original trilogy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're training to be a Jedi, and I'm I'm a senator. <laughs> yeah. Anakin, sorry. don't say things like that. <laughs> Anakin, you're breaking my heart. All right, that's a different song, but still. <laughs> so, uh, many bad, but so, so many bad lies, but a beautiful song, nonetheless. A beautiful <laughs> song, an absolutely <clears throat> beautiful song. And, like, I, I think it just, I, I, no songs that we played were, like, the same. 
in this. Like there were so no. many tracks. This is but a somehow, but somehow they are all related. Like yes. they all go into each other, and it's just I don't know. It's magical yep. music Star theory, Wars. I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> that is the common element. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. the songs that we played today have been on a Star Wars podcast. That's what they have in common. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I think what's so it's so fun that it's like. You know, we, we, we've shown things on this episode from movies, from animation, from live action TV, from video games, from like every part of Star Wars, regardless of the story that it's telling or how it's made, has incredible music. And I think that George deciding from the beginning in the 70s that that was a key part of, of the whole franchise, mm-hmm. like I, it doesn't have the staying power if every product doesn't have that kind of music. You know, it, it really is crazy how... Uh, almost 50 years were going on in star wars and like oh god just how much music there is like we, we we played like 10 seconds of like 20 different tracks today and we like barely even scratched the surface oh, like, for sure. oh yeah yeah there's, there's literally there's like probably several hours of star wars music like for real some, oh, some of these like the themes and the music they tell the story better than like the acting on the screen yeah. does. Mm-hmm. It helps yep. you understand yes. what's going on and the emotions that they're feeling, not just like tears yeah. going down somebody's face. Because who cares well, about that? When Last Jedi came out, I know there was an extra. I don't know if it's still on Disney Plus, but there was an extra for Last Jedi that was a score only version, and um, I think you still get it on the DVD. Where it literally, there's no dialogue or anything. It just plays the Williams score, and you can just watch Last Jedi. With, with the score only and you get the complete film holy crap oh. cars in the chat says the canon complete available music is 38 hours and two minutes Jeez. holy that, crap is that real oh my god oh yeah it has to be oh, that is still available hours on Disney Plus. Of star wars music holy smokes that is nuts. um did you have that like built into your house and then have like speakers throughout like you're on your ceiling throughout your house and just have it playing it would only be cool for a week and you're like, I heard this. I get this. It's too much. Um, but I'll tell you what, as we're as we're getting ready to get out of here, I want to ask all y'all watching and all y'all listening, like let us know in the Discord, on Twitter, anywhere in your life, what's some of your favorite Star Wars music and why? What's some of the themes you haven't thought of in a while? Like we didn't touch Rebels, we didn't touch um like oh, yeah. Kotor, we didn't touch like a lot of other things that have just phenomenal music and just, I hope that if you need some extra music in your life, you throw on some Star Wars, um, and just I don't know, love it, appreciate it, uh, guys. Any final, th- any any other last tracks that we didn't get to? I went through Rebels to see if I could find one that I enjoyed, and I was listening to Kanan's theme, and I didn't like it very much. Um, <laughs> then, as uh, I progressed. <laughs> All right. And then I found what a wreck. What a wreck. Harris, Harris theme is really good. Harris uh, theme Harris is theme is phenomenal. It's noticeable too cuz you can you can hear it and when when you have it when they play it in Rebels throughout especially mm-hmm. after Kanan's death. Uh spoiler yeah. alert, Jesus, sorry. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, and Harris, Harris theme in Bad Batch was really good too. Yeah, that was probably the most standout music to me mm-hmm. of the entire show. Oh, yeah. Is that it was Bad very Batch it had, great music. It had little bits of uh of Leia's theme in it too, which was interesting. So I don't know. There's there's a lot of really really great stuff. Like if I went back <laughs> if I went back through the uh, if I went back through the the soundtracks like sorry Angelia real and really try to pick everything. <laughs> I would there would be a lot more I would have to pull out for a show like this. Yeah, 
Just have it on the background. And finally, not a, not a sponsor. If you have Spotify and you play it on your computer, whenever you play Star Wars music, the little progress bar turns into a lightsaber, and you can pick which lightsaber yeah. you want it to be. Yeah. It's so dumb, but it makes well, you, you can Spotify. Pick the lightsaber? No. Click the lightsaber. It no. changes. Uh, is that yeah. a thing? I didn't know that Do part, it, actually. Yeah, you can make it. They have Rays, Mace, Ahsoka's lightsabers, Luke. They have Maces? Mace on there? If you know, you know why? Do you know why it's on there? Because it's purple. Because he's, he's still alive. Oh my <laughs> god! Still alive. All right, folks. Uh, last, last thing. Uh, heads up. Two weeks from tonight, we'll be doing our Out of the Shadows roundtable. So you have two weeks to finish that book if you have not yet. Um, and we will see you next week because, my friends, that will do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. If you already support us on Patreon, thank you so much. We appreciate it dearly. We hope you enjoyed the Patreon event. We can't wait for our next one. A special thank you to Cheryl Bell, OK Endar, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C, and Sally and Chris Eilerson, and our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at DocStarWarsMD. Charles Zetsy Hankel. Wes is at Boss Wes. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thanks to Corey, Charles, and Wes for podcasting with me. Thanks to all of you in the chat for your music recommendation and for hanging out tonight. And as always, may the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you, always.